Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 23rd show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts, bringing in expert advice and insight knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it'll affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at one 855 1150 or online at themoneyr.com. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at And for today's lineup, we have Amy Morrison with Compass. Is the market... Hot or cold? Also in studio, we have Michael Abrahamson with Rainier Title. More than your average title rep. And last guest in studio, we have Marcel Allen with Dreamosity. How to elevate your digital influence. I am so excited, Keelan. We have great guests on today's show. Great information, as we always do. And if you're listening and you have questions for our amazing guests, please feel free to call the show at one 855 411 Again, that's one 855 411 or online at Money. So I knew, I know each morning we kind of think about what we want to bring in and chat about, whether it's something personal that's happening in our life or some personal experience that we've had that might help others. And Keelan, we were, you know, I was talking with you this morning and what you were going to share and, and thought, yeah, it's powerful stuff. Well, Tina, maybe somebody else can learn and. Yeah. Avoid this craziness. It's kind of depre- it's pocket judgments, and I change. Can I change my mind? I, I want to. Oh. I want to change my mind. I want to oh, keep it okay. happy. We're not going to talk about. Yeah. Okay, oh, no. no po- pocket well, you guys are going to have to wait until next show. That's yeah. a good. Um, uh, what do you call that when? Um, yes, I lost my train of thought, but you'll just have to tune in next week to hear about that. To pocket judgments, yeah. it's really scary. So what are and, you going to talk depressing. about during money chat? I thought I thought I would talk about this um, invitation I got uh, recently in Canada. So as everybody knows, I talk a lot about soccer, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. um, I, I'm I'm like recovering from injuries professionally. It seems at this point, but I think the problem is I don't like I just come out and play this high level Division One like once or mm-hmm. twice. Recently pulled a groin muscle, got all depressed about it, and I was like, maybe I'm just old and I need to hang up the boots and just, you know, just getting too old. And then you're a lot younger than I am, and you always will be. So stop saying that. Well, for for a soccer player's <laughs> career, I'm an old fogey. Okay, all right, so, fair enough. Um, I don't know if that's politically correct, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So recently, I got an invite that I'm going to represent England in an international over thirty tournament uh, in Canada. So um, so proud to have you as my co-host. Yeah. I'm pretty excited Ooh. about it. I um, I'm a little nervous, but like it's just like anything in life. Sometimes when you get a yeah. deadline, like you're pushed to like. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, man, I gotta lose some pounds. Mm-hmm. I gotta get back in shape. I gotta heal my groin. So when I <laughs> when it's all dark and thinking, oh, I'm gonna stop now. It's like maybe mm-hmm. I'll have this really amazing peak of a career mm-hmm. uh, that I could add to my trophy case yeah. once and for all. And um, 
it's it's in July, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, so great. You know, I'm just not going to talk about what I was going to talk about, which is really awesome. So you'll definitely have to tune in <laughs> next week. I was going to talk about appraisals, Uh-oh. but I just want to I want to touch base on on what you said because I am so proud of you, Keelan. Oh, and thank you. you know, it's just really great to be uh, associated and have such a powerful team. We've got Victoria here that does a lot of magic behind the scenes. We've got Mark back at the office and Lisa back at the office that coordinate our loans, and it's just nice. I think we're all uh, very unique and special in our own way and just bring a lot of dynamic to the team. And I'm just, um, I've said it before during Money Chat, but it was an appropriate time. I'm just mm. really proud of, of what we have. Um, but also I want to make a comment on what you said about, because uh, I you know, have my coaching program, which mm-hmm. regular listeners know about that. And it's it was the why behind it was to help our main business partners, which are real estate agents, and sharing my philosophy of high time management and business efficiency uh, in the spirit of one timing, which we're always d- trying. And what one timing means is to do something once so you can consider it a one and done. If you're not one timing, you're doing the same activities multiple times, duplicating your efforts and wasting valuable time. And then it has that a ripple effect onto your family, onto your community and everything else. So it either can be a really good thing or a really bad thing if you're not doing it. And you had mentioned uh, procrastination. Um, and I always say with, because a lot of us, especially as entrepreneurs, we're professional or we're perfectionists mm-hmm. and feel that everything that we do has to be perfect. When the reality is nothing's going to be perfect, and that's in the spirit of one-timing. And how you eliminate being a perfectionist is you always are committing to doing something else for somebody else. And somebody that is so important that you do not have a connection with personally, because then you can kind of back down and make an excuse why it didn't happen. But somebody that you really respect that you could not let this person down because the uh, effect that it's going to have on your business or your reputation is going to be huge. And I mentioned that because you just said, and you're, you're all these different things that you're uh, thinking about with your health and to make yourself in top shape to get out there and represent um, uh, this opportunity that mm-hmm. you've been given because you deserve it. Um, so do that in everything in life is commit to whatever you're trying to accomplish. Commit to somebody very important that you would never let down because it's going to have an effect on your reputation and you'll never perfectionist. It's not an issue ever, ever. So anyways, there's my money chat today. (laughs) Can I add something to that? I was just thinking about this. I should know better. I should know better with with what we do and and how we think professionally. Isn't Mm -hmm. it interesting how overnight my mindset changed? And I wasn't cognizant of it, Mm -hmm. but overnight, just that Mm -hmm. invite, nothing changed. It's just a tournament. Yeah. But all of a sudden, my career's not over. And, you know, you can't get in great shape at Uh 36. Yeah. And it's just a be cognizant and careful of your mindset. I I love that. So true. Love that. All right. So that's our money chat. Coming up next on the Money Hour, we have Is It a Hot or Cold Market? Amy Morrison with Compass right here on 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. Do you want to sell your home, but you know it's outdated and run down? Are you afraid you won't get the best price out of your house? Maybe you're short on cash to invest in the improvements that you need before you list, or you're unsure what fixes will get you the most bang for your buck. Well, did you know that Compass Real Estate has a concierge program that can pay for your improvements? The concierge program includes things like staging, painting, cabinets, carpet, landscaping, and more. 
By going with a Compass agent, you can access this program and significantly increase the interest in your home from potential buyers, resulting in a higher price. Talk to Amy Morrison today and find out more about the Compass Concierge Program. I'm Amy Morrison. Connect with me on social media at Amy Morrison RE on Instagram and Amy Morrison Real Estate on Facebook. Or email me at amy.morrison at compass.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 23rd show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. And it's a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, how to have money so that you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. And if you're listening to our show, if you have questions for the guests that we have on the show, please feel free to call one 855 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyr.com. And in studio right now, we have Amy Morrison with Compass. Is the real estate market a hot market or a cold market? Amy, so excited to have you back in studio. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me again. And a little bit about Amy. Amy Morrison is again with Compass. Amy is a local gal, grew up in Redmond, and graduated from the UW. She likes working in a variety of areas from Snoqualmie Ridge to Stanwood. Her three girls keep her busy, but when she finds time to herself, she enjoys hiking, skiing, and wake surfing. Amy is passionate about being an advocate for her clients by always watching out for their best interests. Amy, I'm super excited to have you. We do a lot of business together. Yeah. You are an amazing agent. I was, and before we get into this market, I have to say this. So, I was thinking about all the reasons you're an amazing agent, and one of these specifically, I was thinking about. We get a lot of pre-approvals and people go out shopping and stuff. You are so good at finding people homes, like these mm. amazing deals in these little pockets that people are just obsessed with, like immediately, and you do it quickly, yeah. which. I was thinking about that. That's an amazing trait because a lot of times, you know, people get pre-approved and they just kind of float around mm -hmm. and just nothing kind of, and there's a gift and an art to finding this perfect home. And you got to understand people in and out to be able to strike that emotional chord where they're like, I'm going to make the biggest purchase in my life. Yeah. So shout out to that. Just starting Thank out of the gate. Thank yes. you. Yeah. I think that takes a little bit of skill to like be able to read people mm -hmm. and to really get an understanding of what they're actually looking for and then be able to translate that into let's see these houses but then when we find the right thing really helping them feel confident about yeah. going forward with it because confidence is big so before you were talking about the importance of having a positive mindset mm -hmm. and when you're going into a market you do need your client if they're being if they're a buyer to be confident and to have the right kind of mindset. So we, I get a lot of questions about what is the market doing? And it's important that I give them answers uh, coming from and support it with a lot of data to show them this mm -hmm. is what's actually going on and here's how you can feel confident going forward. I love that. So I'm curious, tell us, is the market hot or cold? Where are we at? Oh, there's a lot of confusion out there at this point on what is going on. You know, and even uh, my higher ups, all my mentors are also kind of like, we're not sure what's going mm -hmm. on. But <laughs> what I can tell you is that the buyer pool is about the same as it was this time last year. 
and that we have twice as many houses on the market as last year. So just normal supply and demand is going to tell you if you want to sell your house, you're going to have to be a little bit above and beyond what your neighbor is. So depending on the area and the quality of house that you have, it could be hot because, yes, we Mm -hmm. are seeing multiple offers out there. We're seeing 10 offers, 12 offers on a house. And we thought last summer, we're not going to see that anymore. The market Mm -hmm. has completely slowed down and what's going on. But now this year again, spring market, if a house is in great condition, it is getting multiple offers again. And yet in the same neighborhood, you could also see a house that's been sitting on the market for yeah. 100 days. So it wow. really, it, yeah, it's hot and cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bringing all the numbers, because again, data is really great. But yeah. um, I, depending on where you're at in the nation, uh, you know, kind of they say a balanced market is anywhere from three to six months of inventory. Yep. And we're not at the three months of inventory. So we're not at a balanced market, which means that it still is a seller's market. It's yep. just this drastic shift that happens so quickly. Um, but I think it's a good, it's great news to get more of a normal market. You just, just like, like you said, you have to be, um, you have to really be strategic in what you're doing. So let's talk about that yeah. for your sellers. How are you helping your sellers to navigate through this drastic change in being smart with how they list their home? So like you said, we still haven't quite normalized to a normal market. And so sellers need to look at this at pricing correctly. Mm-hmm. So when you come on to market, you need to have an understanding of what other houses in the neighborhood have sold at what prices, what price per square foot they have sold at. But really you need to kind of put yourself in the buyer's shoes and see what they're looking at. And most people are finding their houses online. So having really great pictures, Mm -hmm. and that means that your house is in really good condition. It's staged, you've got new painting, new carpet, and everything is is perfect, like you said, like Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as perfect, but you want it as turnkey as possible where somebody can feel like I can just walk in and move right into this, it's ready to go. That is super appealing to buyers. And that's one of the things that gets people to put an offer quickly on a house because they're like, oh, I can do this. Like this is an easy decision for me. You wanna make it as easy as, as possible for them to fall in love with that property because yeah. this is a big deal and they need a, they want to feel like they love it. Yes. So. And our first impression, whether it's us as an expert in our field or it's a house that you're selling, a first pre- impression is online. So you may not get another opportunity. Exactly. Well, I get to see a lot of the magic on the buying side with you, Amy, and all the amazing things that you do. How do you find these spectacular deals for people um, in this market, all these buyers? You seem to find just these little great things. It could be price. It could be just the home itself. But how do you find all these little awesome little little uh, houses for people to buy? Um, well, I'm I'm looking, too, for the fact that it's in really good condition. And I mm-hmm. think that, that that is a key for people wanting to make that decision quickly. And so when I am uh, looking for my clients online, you know, I'm looking for that. And then I also am making sure that I know exactly what their needs are so that I can help them um, answer the questions that are – 
it's such a personal thing and mm-hmm. they they everybody comes with their own background of like where they grew up and what feels like home to them those questions are really important to understand so that i can understand what's really the question going on in the the back of their mind so but how can buyers really like know that it's a great deal. Like if you if you want to find a deal out there, which is something that a lot of people do, then you actually need to be going to the houses that have really bad pictures yeah. and be thinking outside of the box, maybe a different location than you originally thought. Maybe uh, your commute time you want at a certain distance and you've been thinking about these two cities and then all of a sudden you're over here to the left a little bit more and you're in a different city and that really opens up your choices. So I do a lot of thinking outside the box. Like you said you want this, but really I think it could be in this zone. I, I think they mm-hmm. just need to call Amy is what I think. <laughs> they do and need to call Amy. Well, that's why, just, she's, that's why she's here on the show. Him. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, in, in that same uh, contents of what you're talking about, uh, make an offer. Go to the ones that are overpriced that nobody else is making an offer ones. The ones that have been listed for way too long that people are like, oh, there's something wrong with that property. Because yeah, there's something wrong. A lot of the times it's because the agent that represent the seller was wrong. Yes. And so it doesn't mean that it's a bad house. You'll know when you go when you go see it. But everybody and, else is deleting those. And so you can go in and get a great deal, right? Yeah. Well, for example, so I just helped put an offer on a house where it has been on the market for two and a half years. This person came on, the seller came on at an unrealistic price. Uh-huh. And the condition of the home is not staged, not updated. And my buyers had seen it actually multiple times and passed over it. And we went back to it again this year and came in with a realistic offer and then continued to negotiate until we got the offer done at a yeah. price that was significantly less than what it was originally put on the market at. Isn't that crazy? See, yeah. I tell you, magic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Amy, we were talking the other day, and you had me a little intrigued. So we were talking about um, real estate trends, and like, you know, there's these things that come around um, in homes that you see that come and go, this mid-century modern, make it be, you know, granite counters, and, you know, just these little things and trends. Uh, I'm curious. Tell us about what you're seeing now. Like, what are the trends coming up for homes? And I mean, this can also help people that are looking to make some improvements on their homes, obviously, if they want to list it. But what are you seeing that's really making an impact? Yeah. So some of the things that we're kind of continuing to see are things like uh, wide plank wood flooring in warm colors. That's something that makes the home feel high end. We see it in all the high-end homes, and then when you see it in some of the houses that are less expensive, you just associate it with higher end. So we're still seeing wood flooring as being a really common thing, but also just giving you that kind of luxury feel. Um, Some other things, too, that are important to the buyers out there, especially if they're building their own home, is alternative energy. So you see people are looking for solar. They're looking for green green items inside their house. So mm-hmm. like their mm-hmm. countertops, like their uh, the way that their heating system is, they, they're going to go for like radiant heat flooring. They're going to go for things that are going to save them money, money in the long run, but also are good for the environment. So green building is really big right now. And even builders are advertising that as something like this was done green. And, and it's that's, an interesting, it was a big phase like years ago. Yeah. And then you really didn't hear a whole lot. And now it's coming back again. It definitely is coming back. And yeah. I think it's because it actually saved saves people money mm-hmm. in the long run and people are always looking to our buyers in this 
market are super savvy. Yes. And so, and they have really high expectations. Mm -hmm. And so anything that helps them, whether it's a smart home feature or green build, those things are definitely on trend. So with a seller, um, most sellers have some type of budget to work with in preparing their house to sell where they're going to be putting a financial investment into that. And so they want to be able to get the biggest bang for their buck. So what things should they definitely be uh, doing if they're limited on options? So one thing that I want to tell you about Compass is that we have actually a concierge program where we'll pay for the things that would be helpful in improving Mm -hmm. your house up front. And then it's basically like a loan and then you pay it back at Mm -hmm. escrow. So uh, Compass fronts the money for Uh that so that you can do the improvements. And the improvements that I'm going to recommend are painting, painting your house, and especially the colors that you pick can make a big difference. Um, there's there's statistics out there that show there can be like an eight thousand dollar difference in doing the things right versus yes. doing things wrong. So getting your paint colors right, things like light gray and slate and navy and your and your dining room, all these things make a difference. Um, things like carpet. When your carpet's in poor condition and someone knows they're going to have to come in and redo the carpet, it's kind of a turnoff. But then also think about smell. We always say the smell test. Like when someone comes in and it just smells new, it's like that new car, Mm -hmm. new house. It's all appealing to somebody. So carpet, paint, landscaping. So your curb appeal is super important. So getting that curb appeal. Now things like bathrooms and kitchens are big remodels that take a long time. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend doing big things like that. But if your countertops are you know, forest green and they've been forest green since the 90s, like think about switching them out to just a white countertop and it could make a big difference. So those are the types of improvements that we can do with the concierge program and things that I just recommend if you're going to be selling your house in the next little while. What about outdoor spaces, Amy? Like what about, you know, like people pools or anything? Does that make a big difference with a pool or like what should people do to their outdoor? Is it just kind of clean it up, mow the lawn or should they be throwing some pretty good money out (laughs) and getting some things like, you know? Yeah. So pools are definitely on trend right now. Like people want outdoor living space, (laughs) um, but they can also be a hazard to selling your house because people don't want to take on Uh, the risk of it, and they don't want to take on the maintenance of it. So if you're going to improve the outside, uh, patios, porches, uh, covered porches, all of that makes a big difference in creating outdoor living space that you can have this extension of square footage out into your backyard. So if you're looking to improve or you're looking to sell, you know, paint your deck, get your Mm -hmm. patio pressure washed, set it up, like stage it as this bonfire that you can do outside and that's going to be appealing to the buyer that is out there right now. Yeah, so true. So take advantage of whatever opportunity that you have in your house to make that more grand. Um, Yes, love that. Amy, thank you so much for coming back in studio with us. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And coming up next on The Money Hour, we have more than your average title rep, Michael Abrahamson with Rainier Title right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. want to sell your home but you know it's outdated and run down? Are you afraid you won't get the best price out of your house? 
Maybe you're short on cash to invest in the improvements that you need before you list, or you're unsure what fixes will get you the most bang for your buck. Well, did you know that Compass Real Estate has a concierge program that can pay for your improvements? The concierge program includes things like staging, painting, cabinets, carpet, landscaping, and more. By going with a Compass agent, you can access this program and significantly increase the interest in your home from potential buyers, resulting in a higher price. Talk to Amy Morrison today and find out more about the Compass Concierge Program. I'm Amy Morrison. Connect with me on social media at Amy Morrison RE on Instagram and Amy Morrison Real Estate on Facebook. Or email me at amy.morrison at compass.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 23rd show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio right now, we have Michael Abrahamson with Rainier Title, more than your average title rep. Michael, thank you so much for coming back in studio. Yay, thank you. Thanks for having me. I, I wish everybody could just see everything that we're doing in here. Michael's over here waving at Victoria. She's doing a little bit of a live video uh, feed going on. Well, maybe they can now. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah, I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> Anyways, I almost forgot. I got to say a little bit about Michael so everybody knows who he is. <laughs> Michael works with Rainier Title as an account manager. He has been with Rainier Title since 2016, but has been in the real estate business since their real estate space since 2001. He has an extensive knowledge in real estate, but his true passion is teaching. Michael is a licensed clock hour class instructor and teaches a number of continued education classes to real estate agents. He is here today to talk about his most popular class, which is Video 201, and in my uh, coaching program that I do for real estate agents, One Time Your Business, Eight Week Burn, and Week 5, part of the topic is video, and I always introduce uh, all of the agents that are in my course to Michael because he is running on a regular basis an educational program and how to build video. And I got to do a shout out because it's only appropriate. The first time that Michael came into studio to talk about video, he actually did a video which inspired now why Victoria is hanging out in studio with us to do our videos to really bring in some behind the scenes. So, Michael, we love you so much. <laughs> well, Michael, me and Tina obviously know then you're that you're more than an average title rep, but um, tell our listeners, tell us why you're more than a title rep. Well, when I come to and meet agents, uh, especially for the first time, that they don't know what a title rep does, or they just think we do happy hours and take people out to lunch, which, which, is, they do like which that. is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However, we do do other things. And mm-hmm. I really, I, we, we wear many hats um, uh, all the way from, I, I believe we're all marketing specialists because yeah. we're always sitting down with agents and showing them how to make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're uh, almost all the reps at Rainier are notaries, so I'm always um, signing documents, mm. even if it's quick claims or power of attorneys or signing documents for uh, buyers and sellers. I'm doing that a lot. 
Um, and But mostly I'm a teacher, so I like to sit down and teach people how to make more money. Yeah, which is important because more money, and that's what this show is about as well, so they can have a better quality of life for themselves and for their family. They can get back to their community and all these things that we want to do you most of the time need to make some money in order to be able to accomplish that. And so uh, helping real estate agents take their business to the next level. I love that. And I want to talk about your average day. uh, But before I have you answer that, uh, one of your videos, which I just love so much, and it's going to sound a little crazy, but it's the truth. It actually brought a little tear to my eye because just opening up behind the scenes and meeting your team and kind of the fun stuff that you do and the serious stuff that you do and you back at your house and your couch working on your, um, you know, doing your text messages. So talk a little bit about what you do, what your average day looks like. Well, what I love about my job. Because busy. Right. It it is busy. And Mm -hmm. I really don't have an average. Every day I I work is different. And that's why Mm -hmm. I love it so much. However, it is involved a lot of emails and texting. Mm -hmm. I do that a lot. But what I'm uh, doing mostly is promoting my video class because I want to bring as many real estate agents into this because I think this is what we're headed towards. Yes. Actually, I know this is what we're headed yep. towards. If you're not doing videos now, you are going to be left back in the yeah. dust because yeah. everyone is going to be doing them. And Facebook and Instagram and YouTube are all telling people that you need to start doing videos. Yeah. So Well, look at Dan at our meeting that we were at this morning and showing uh, you know, the video of in, in connecting about homeownership. And I was just showing Keelan, Lady Gaga's, they had a video of her accepting her award and some of the words that she set up on stage and how emotional she was. And that's what's cool about videos because you can really get behind the scenes, you can get into the emotion, you add in music and and yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I teach in my class is you really can't send emotion in an email or a text, yes. but you if you see somebody on FaceTime or mm-hmm. a video, you can tell how they are. Yes. The emotions of them. Yes. So. Yeah, sometimes emails and things can come out and text can come out of context too, right? Yeah. You don't exactly. you can't it, you can't really communicate that way. It's just like you you say the same thing to two different people, they'll say two different things back mm-hmm. or take it a different way possibly. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's mm-hmm. a good thing. And a, a cool part about that, Michael, is you can get clock hours for this as a real estate agent, mm-hmm. which is huge. So you teach your video class, are there any other classes you teach? There are I we teach a lot of title and escrow classes, like how to read title and what preliminary is all about and how to fill out, you know, proper purchase and sale agreement for escrow and things like that. Those are free, all free classes that we teach. Mm-hmm. However, the video class does cost something because it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with title and escrow. Uh, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Yep. Um, but the video 201 class is the class to take right now. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, video. A lot of our uh, listeners are real estate professionals. Um, We've got a lot of different business professionals that listen, but we do have a lot of agents. And so talk a little bit about what that video uh, class looks like. What's happening? So what I do in it is when these real estate agents and loan officers come to this class, they are all afraid and they're afraid of something. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that that a little later. Mm -hmm. However, the class is teaching them how to brand themselves, how to create relationships on social media. Mm -hmm. It's going to show them how to, uh, what they should be doing and saying on social media and how to make a video. And we do make videos in the class. People come to this not thinking they're going to have a video or be able to do it. However, we do make a video and post them online during the class. And once they've done that, it's kind of removed some of that 
um, issue that fear that they may have because now they did it. And then they start getting likes and comments about, wow, you're really awesome in video. Yeah. Once they see how easy it Mm -hmm. actually is, because it's very easy and Mm -hmm. there's different apps you can use to, if you are, if you don't even want to be on the video, there's apps that you can use that just take pictures and make videos out of those pictures and Mm -hmm. edit it all itself. So it's very But you want to be on the video. It's not the same without whoever it is. Pretty face rocking who they are on video. Yes, I tell yes. them that it is best to have them on the video. So people, yeah. you want that facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like how you refer to a brand too. Anything big, any company that you can think of right now has a brand and they're very specific about it, not just kind of like all over the board. So that's really cool mm-hmm. how you can kind of hone people down to this brand that they need to represent and not just be Tina's famous oak tree. You hit the, the oak giant oak tree, tree all mm-hmm. over the place. It'll never come down. But if you strike okay. the same spot, you're going to bring the tree down. So, I mean, that's very important on how you do that. Tell us more, Michael, on how exactly you do that on social media. So, it's it again, it's, it's easier than people think. Um, I'll, I'll go on to people's profiles and... They'll have one thing on their profile, and it's maybe maybe they want to teach education. And then all you ever see from them is education, which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But have that be one thing of your brand. I always yeah. recommend three or four things to focus on mm-hmm. and have talk about that, make videos of that, text about that, take pictures of that. Uh, for instance, mine is my pets, my family, and behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. and then education. So I focus on four things. You're never going to go on any of my social media sites and see me sitting in traffic being angry at the car in front of me. Or I'm not going to be talking about religion or politics. It's Uh going to be those four things. So when people think of those four things, they're thinking of me. Love that. So and as far as the creating the relationships... People don't think you can create relationships online, and you really, really can. And I'm, I'm mm. proof of it because I actually have met and worked with people because of social media. And that's just having conversations with yes. them when you're on social media. A lot of people will go on there, and they'll just give a thumbs up, and they think that's cool that they've done that and that they're actually contributing to building a relationship. And it's really not. Mm-hmm. You really need to be commenting on them and starting a conversation. And because I'll tell you one thing, if you comment on somebody's uh, social media pictures or texts, I almost guarantee, I almost guarantee, I guarantee you they will comment back to you and just start that conversation with them. Yeah. Well, and if you can, you can think if you're, if what person have you been following and watching on video that you have never met face to face, but you feel as if you know them to their core. So you can, and you can be that same person for other people that you're sharing and letting them get to know who you are before they've ever had, or maybe they won't have a chance to meet you face to face, but you've made a difference in their life, um, letting them know who you are over video. Right. So what about, uh, let's talk about fear because it, it is a big, uh, a big fearful thing for majority of people that get on video, especially before they've actually done it. It's kind of like coming into studio here. I mean, I can't tell you, Keelan will say every single guest, <laughs> no matter how awesome you are presenting um, a public speaker, when you come into studio and you put this headset on and you've got this mic and we've got our engineer Gary over here and now we've got Victoria taking pictures and video and it's intimidating because it's just something different and new. So what's so fearful about video? Well, there's, there's a couple of things. The first thing is it doesn't matter how smart you are. You can come into this class and think you're the dumbest person in the world because it, it, they think it takes a rocket science to make scientists mm-hmm. to make a video, and it doesn't. The other thing is, is people are most afraid of being judged. Yeah. <clears throat> so they don't want to make videos because they think they're going to look stupid and people are going to judge them. Mm-hmm. I actually had a uh, agent in one of my classes who said, if I put this video on my Facebook page, every friend of mine is going to defriend me. 
That's what she said. She was that fearful. And once she put it on there. And she's a real estate agent that's face to face with people every day. Right. Isn't that just, it's, that's just so surprising, but true. But once she put it on there and she saw it was just all positive and she was just, she just lit up and was Mm. smiles and was so excited. And now she does videos all the time. So love that. It's exciting. Mike, when you find, when somebody like that comes into your class, I mean, super fearful, obviously, and has this preconceived notion of, you know, of what it will be like, right? How do you get these people over those fears and just get them doing some videos and having fun? It's a great question because it did take me a few classes to over, to learn how to over, have them overcome that fear. Mm -hmm. So I added some things to the class and um, just getting them comfortable with who they are. And I started off with um, having them FaceTime someone. So they can actually see Smart, somebody yeah. and talk to them on the phone. Yeah. And then after that, we go live on Facebook. I mean, it's things that they've never done before. Mm-hmm. So I'll have them go live for a couple minutes. Even if they don't know what they're going to say, it's a lot of fun. And they can see that it's fun and it's not hard at all. And then after that, we just go right into making a video. And I mean, that really overcomes their fear because they see it's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, just like I, I said earlier, that make a commitment to somebody that you're going to do something, you're going to do it. You just force that commitment because it's part of the class. Well, the, then, this is true. The, at the beginning of the class, I make everyone stand up and they mm-hmm. do the agreements. And one of the agreements is to participate. So I always they, throw if, that do you ever in. Have, do, you everybody have, <laughs> do you ever have walk them out? They walk out and go, mm, okay, no, I'm not going to do that today. They won't walk out. However, once they <laughs> see everyone else doing it, they ju- they'll do it. They'll start doing it. Yeah, right? of course, of course. They don't want to be left out. No, definitely not. So why are you so passionate about video? Where did that, you know, where did that come from? Out of all the classes that you teach and you can provide clock hours and all these different things, why video? Well, the biggest reason is because it's a lot of fun. Yes. I love to have fun. And Thailand escrow is okay to talk about, but mm-hmm. it's not much fun. Yeah. Video is <laughs> a lot of fun. And this class is very participatory, meaning the, the agents and the loan officers and whoever else is in the classes are all participating. They're all having a good time. They're yeah. helping each other. And I learn a lot, too, at these classes. Every, every class I give on this video, I learn more and more about social media yeah. and more about how to edit my videos. So, yeah. I just, it's just a great passion of mine. I love and it. I love that. Two comments I want to make on that because uh, whether you're Michael in, in the title business where his client is real estate agents and mortgage professionals um, or any other industry that you're in, it's all about getting connected. So what can you do to get connected and help people grow their business and grow their finances? Um, so it's just a really sweet uh, spot to be in. And I love too how you say, because it's so true, when you are teaching, you become better naturally mm-hmm. you're bettering your craft and so getting out there so find what you can teach which will continue to better your craft build those relationships well michael you got us all fired up for all those agents out there um you know video is hugely important for your business and what a better guy to teach you how to do it than michael um mm. what are some dates and some classes and um coming up and how do people get signed up and how do they get connected with you perfect so I'm teaching this video 201 class on the second Thursday of every month for till the end of this year, and it's going to be at the uh, the Masters Builders Association in Bellevue. The way you can sign up for it is at www.rainiertitle.com under the education page, or you can call me direct at 425-518-3044, and I will get you signed up, and all you got to do is show up with your phone. Love it. it. Michael, thank you so much for uh, coming back in studio and look forward to having you back again real soon. Thank you. Coming up next on The Money Hour, how to elevate your digital influence. 
Marcel Allen with Dreamosity right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. want to sell your home but you know it's outdated and run down? Are you afraid you won't get the best price out of your house? Maybe you're short on cash to invest in the improvements that you need before you list, or you're unsure what fixes will get you the most bang for your buck. Well, did you know that Compass Real Estate has a concierge program that can pay for your improvements? The concierge program includes things like staging, painting, cabinets, carpet, landscaping, and more. By going with a Compass agent, you can access this program and significantly increase the interest in your home from potential buyers, resulting in a higher price. Talk to Amy Morrison today and find out more about the Compass Concierge Program. I'm Amy Morrison. Connect with me on social media at Amy Morrison RE on Instagram and Amy Morrison Real Estate on Facebook. Or email me at amy.morrison at compass.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 23rd show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts. We bring into studio each week the best of the best in all areas regarding your financing and everything regarding your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 411150 or online at com And in studio right now, Marcel Allen with Dreamosity, how to elevate your digital influence. Marcel, thank you for coming back in studio. We have all of our regular contributors that are here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be back. Love it. And a little bit about Marcel. She is author of Financial Joy, and I'm so excited. She actually brought us her book, uh, Victoria. Financial, financial joy, local social media manager and laughter coach. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> we all need some laughter. She motivates authors, artists, and achievers to get curious and confident about their financial situation while leveraging social media to grow their business. She supports others in understanding the patterns of their sales system, marketing efforts, and financial results. She helps clients with marketing, advertising, and is the creative force behind her consulting agency, Dreamosity. Marcel is also the co-owner of Laugh Tech, where she trains folks to be more memorable and humorous when developing content for their online campaigns. She wants everyone to realize that the minute you start to use video, here's video again, you've now entered the entertainment industry. Love it. Marcel, let's let's start out with just a uh, let's start with a success story with financial joy. Tell us about it. Give yeah. us some some boots some boots on the street stories here. Yeah. What's up? Thank you. Well, it's published now. And the other night at a comedy show, I was talking to a local. He's a real estate agent and a comedian. And I was like, he's like, hey, what's new? I'm like, well, I sold fifty books, right? My first fifty. And he was uh-huh. like, hey, that's awesome. What's the book about? So I tell him about the snail, the ostrich, and the seagull. And how the seagull is not afraid to ask for the sale. So mm-hmm. just last week he calls me and he's like, hey, Marcel, I asked for the order. I was at this open house and I was having this conversation with the guy and he was like, 
he could have just totally kept having a conversation. And he had that moment where my voice was in the back of his head. He's like, <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine, mine. How do I get this guy? So he asked for the sale and it was $18,000 commission. Wow. So I'm just thrilled for him because it's like, I don't know. So I always say the task is to ask. Yeah, the task is to worst, ask. Worst case, you get a no. So you talk in your book about the ostrich, the snail, and the seagull. How does each of these show up with people in their business? Yeah, so the snail is someone who's slow and steady. Maybe they're underproducing. Maybe they haven't even thought about video yet. or They want to, but they're afraid to do it. And they're mm-hmm. just... they're they're not very aggressive or they're not they're not having fun yet and they don't learn how it's fun and then the ostrich is bold they're dynamic they're excitable they're very just fun to listen to but their head might be in the sand and they're not paying attention to the numbers they're not Mm -hmm. looking at their bank statement they don't know the credit score they don't know how Mm. to qualify like they're just kind of oblivious to how many views they got in their video even and then the the seagull is someone, or an eagle, as as Keelan liked to say, is someone who's <laughs> confident in the marketplace, not afraid to say mine, right, and and to yeah. go for the ass. So they're out there, they're running their territory, they're getting good checks, they're they're confident, and they're having fun with it. Yeah. So it's just it's really fun when people realize that they get to choose who they're being, and it's okay to have a day where you're like, I want to be a snail. Like, yes. I'm just gonna chill. <laughs> like that's okay, you know. Yeah. As long as you're intentionally doing it. Yeah. And it's good to at least know what you are, right? Yeah. At least be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. So you can say, okay, I'm a snail today, but guess what? Tomorrow I'm going to be a seagull. Yeah. And then you go out and $18,000 could have walked out of that person's life uh-huh. and they would have never have known the difference right? if they didn't ask. Yeah, and I, I, I think money does walk away from majority yeah. of us because it's really hard mm-hmm. sometimes to, you know, to ask. Sometimes people just want what's the next mm-hmm. action, right? Mm-hmm. And they just walk away like, oh, it's kind of awkward. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. just let it go. So that's really good. Um Let's talk about spreadsheets. So they're pretty common for tracking financial what joy. What a transition. Yeah, that's pretty abrupt, wasn't it? <laughs> um, why are we proposing an entirely new model in financial joy? And I, I, previously being a financial advisor, numbers are important, people. Figure out where you're at. What I mean, how do you even know what's going on if you don't know your numbers? And spreadsheets are obviously very valuable. Tell us more about it. Exactly. So spreadsheets are great. They were started in 1979 by a man made popular in the, the 1985, and they're great for counting and measuring and calculating mm-hmm. and data, but they're really bad teachers, and they're not fun, right? So when it comes to a lot of my clients in the past, getting them to make the connection be- between the video, between the marketing, and the result, it's not fun to look at the P&L statement, right? So yeah. I made a more um, kind of a circular cash flow model where it's almost like a wreath or like a 30-day calendar in a circle. Mm-hmm. So people can understand that each day as they're networking and planting seeds, and then they can start again. So for the for the snail, it's like you don't just have one bad deal and then like wait 10 days to go do something. It's like you need to get yeah. back out there. Yeah. And so it's a different way to visualize cash flow. And then it's just a lot more fun and social. So for especially my female clients, it's way more fun. It's got that spatial component, and it's just it's a lot more exciting to talk about. Yeah. And um, you guys know I talked about the the data dropper, and it's it kind of pulls them out of their like they're not afraid to talk about it if they mm-hmm. get to create or draw or doodle the data. So. Yes. So let's talk about the connection between financial joy and producing video. Yeah. So this is where I've been doing my meetup, uh, developing digital you for ten years now, and I've been preaching video for a long time, and mm-hmm. it was. I hadn't been making the connection. And and so on this diagram here, the only (laughs) Victoria can see, uh, the social audience matrix. I talk about, you know, people who are rookie, JVA, AA, all the way up to an MVP, right? So kind of a baseball metaphor. And then measuring Mm -hmm. audience size anywhere from zero to 100 to 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, or a million. And you can have a video that goes viral, but it doesn't necessarily pay the bills. Or you might not 
like you could have you know only 100 fans and still be a millionaire so there's it's not necessarily a profitability matrix but what i realize is with financial joy the cash flow circle or that ring as you're growing your audience and as you're getting in front of 100 people 200 people 500 people you need to keep there's a connection between exposure and closing deals. And yes. if you're just getting exposure and you have nothing to sell, you're in trouble, right? Yeah. And if you're selling to only the same 20 people over and over and over, like eventually you're out of, like you need more leads, you need yes. more people. So video helps us expand our network. But at the same time, if you're great on video and you don't have an offer, uh, you're kind of in the wrong yeah. place. So yeah. I'm just excited because I've been talking about video for so long and then to see that there's got to be that track that they keep running on. Like you yes. still need to pay attention to your sales activities, not just the fun and excitement with video. Yeah. So. And you never know. You might go viral, like do a little funny dance like the backpack kid. And now you're like, literally, you have a dance for a living. That's what you do. <laughs> but then you Marcel's never... going to show you actually how to make money out yeah. of that. But how do you make mm-hmm. money out of that mm-hmm. and monetize it? So That's um, why they need to call Marcel and th- she'll, she'll what... tell him. Get him yeah. hooked up. We get backpack kid. Call, call Marcel. <laughs> she'll help you. Okay. <laughs> um, so what advice do you have for someone who doesn't want to get on camera? I know we talked a little bit previously about how that's a fear for everybody. Uh, what's your take on it? How do you inspire people to get on camera and be the next backpack kid? Yeah, so my my advice is be generous with your knowledge. And the way I got to that advice was when I was first starting video about 10 years ago, I was an ostrich. I was scared. My head was in the sand. I didn't want to play. Uh, and my friend Abram had been doing video a video a day for about a year, and I'd been following him and watching him, and he was just he was entertaining, he was dynamic. And the time I finally met him, I literally reached up and touched his shoulder, and I was like, oh, "You're real!" Like I had this crazy moment mm. of like, "Oh my gosh, you're so," but you're so just normal, right? Yeah. But there's this moment in video that you, people who are watching us, see like they put us kind of up on this pedestal sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and anyway, so he asked me, he's like, Marcella, your business is dreamosity. It's all about generosity. Why are you not doing video? Isn't that uh-huh. kind of selfish of you? And I was like, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. snap. Yeah. Oh. That hurts. And yeah. so to me, he's like, it's not about you. It's not about how you look or how yeah. you sound. It's are you being generous with your ideas and your message? Yeah. And I was like, okay, help. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was coachable, you know, and that's the second piece of advice. Be coachable. Take a class. Yes. You know, learn how you can get started. And that's so funny because I always say, too, and it kind of goes back to the ask, that you are being a disservice to your clients if you do not ask for the business yeah. because you have to help them see that you, and there could be a many different things, that person's too busy or I'm not good enough for them or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of things, but so you're a disservice mm-hmm. to your clients if you're not asking for that business. So same thing. You're a disservice to your clients if you don't get on video because they're not getting to know you you're not building that relationship and you never get a chance to take care of them uh, as the awesome expert that you are so mistakes let's talk about what you should really be careful about in mistakes when leveraging video yeah so mistake number one is people don't realize they're now in the entertainment industry they've got to entertain they've got to be dynamic they've got to kind of pick up the pace a little bit Mm. and smile like yeah be an uptime, right? Don't be just boring and slow. <laughs> like No one wants to listen to you if you're kind of boring with it. And then the second piece of advice um, is syndicate your content, right? Sometimes if you're a small, a small person team, you have to get that video to get the first 10 views or 100 views. You mm. share in a couple of groups. You move it around, and there's different tactics to get 1,000 views or 10,000 views. And some people aren't paying attention to those numbers. And I encourage people, if you're going to do a video, whether it takes a minute or an hour to set up and to create, set a goal, have an intention. Is it to get a thousand views or a hundred, but to not just do it and then set it and forget it. Cause that's not actually serving you either. 
So, Marcel, I was talking to somebody just recently about video, and I think it's fear for this, but one of the things I've heard is, you know, how's that going to get me business? Like, you know, and I, I swear that's like the number one thing, right? Oh, I'm just going to get on video, and all of a sudden my phone's going to blow up? Like, you know, and I think it's kind of a way to, to, to have a story for yourself so you can kind of back away from that, and fear can take over because it clearly helps. So how, what would you say to somebody? How does uh, developing a digital presence help financial advisors or, you know, anybody, real estate agents, anybody uh, that wants to get out there and really grow their business. Yeah, so it helps you leverage time. And by not having to do everything all the time, if you do a video once, it can move for you, right? So I'm here today Mm -hmm. able to come, you know, meet with you great people and be on a radio show because my systems and videos are moving for for you. And as you build that digital presence, you'll get, you know, 100 views a day, 1,000 views a day or a month, and you start to have momentum with it. So you have free time to go out and actually see people face-to-face, to to go to, you know, happy hour and actually go close business. But if you're you're exhausted, it's because you don't have leverage and the video can help you leverage your time. Yeah. So you talk about uh, results per hour. Share a little bit more about what you mean. Yeah, so when we're starting out in our careers, we're often getting paid, you know, 12 bucks an hour, 20 bucks Mm -hmm. an hour, 50 bucks an hour. But when you leverage technology, it's now about the results per hour. So whether you're talking about email marketing and you're going to email 20,000 people, you're going to get a result in that hour. Or Mm -hmm. if you get on camera or on radio and you get to communicate your message to maybe millions of people, maybe 100 people, that result there's more results in that hour than if you just go have coffee with someone one-to-one. Yes. So it's just a different way of thinking it. And then if you're an athlete, you know, meal prepping, do you guys meal prep a little bit? I right? try yeah. sometimes. I'm going to be doing I a try, lot of it I now try too. that I got to play uh-huh. soccer. But that's another thing. You know, you cut up a whole bunch of vegetables and mm. one hour's worth of effort, you can get five, six, ten meals. So just results per hour. It's a different way to think. And I think yeah. as business owners, we can't think like an employee necessarily. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, Tina's going to know a lot more about this than me, the old celebrity vibe. So uh, we talked about it a little earlier. Tell us what the, uh, tell us what the celebrity vibe, uh, what is that and when yeah. does that start to happen? So, That's exciting. So if you're in the game with video, you there's a point when people start to come up with you at the grocery store, at church, and a lot of my clients will say, wow, people know me now. And it's like, <laughs> good, it's working. But it's this idea that people, more people are going to know you than you're going to know them. And so just be prepared for that. Because again, if you're brand new to this game, it's you don't realize how many people are going to know your your face and your voice. Yes. And so it's it's kind of exciting. And so yeah. I actually prepare people for it because it does happen because they're consistent. Thanks for that shout out, Keelan. Well, I'm yeah. just saying it happens all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, Tina. And I was like, oh, what, what am I, Scotch Miss? Like, Come on, geez Louise. So can anyone elevate your digital influence? I would say yes. Hey. And what I talk about is develop digital you, right? So digital Tina, digital Keenan? Keelan. Keelan. Digital Keelan. See, I told you. She knows Tina. <laughs> digital <laughs> Michael. Digital Amy. And I always say, you know, imagine. That was awesome. <laughs> imagine if you could out-motivate, out-train, out-sell, and out-entertain based on your digital presence. How much more profitable and generous could you be? Yes. So the idea, like, even for me, there's real-life Marcel here, but digital Marcel on the camera, you started to clone yourself, and, and it's just a really powerful thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I encourage people to get in the conversation um, the other thing I wanted to say about elevating your your presence online is I've I've spoke, spoken with a lot of agents and they're like, oh, branding doesn't matter. And I'm like, that's like telling a, a seller yeah. that curb appeal doesn't matter. That's branding crazy. matters because yeah. it elevates um, on my little you know audience matrix here. It takes you from rookie to expert. If yes. you have high quality branding, you look amazing and people trust you. And if exactly. you're sloppy and messy, uh, yeah. questionable. So, <laughs> right? so true. 
So anybody um, can do it, though. See, I, I paid her a buck about the Keelan name, just uh, <laughs> FYI. Was that like, did you guys uh-huh. set that up oh, beforehand? Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's we did. Up. We did. Wow, could well, have done Well, Marcel, thank you so much for coming into studio. Okay. Uh, it was a uh, great honor talking with you and just really excited about everything that you're doing. Thank you. And that's the show. I guess that's it. <laughs> I'm just like tongue twisted here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing up for the day. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. And your local mortgage expert will be here same time, same place next week, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.